prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is The Legend of Retro. Hello Retro fans, this is The Glitch. Excited to bring you this week's episode. As you know, the Legend of Retro team are big fans of video games and the amazing stories that accompany them. In a way, we see them as storybooks, brought to life through graphics. It's the stories that make us fall in love with the games and keep us coming back. With the help of other members from the Legend of Retro community, we put something together we really hope you enjoy. So, here is The Legend of Retro Presents Retro Theater, The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past. Ago in the beautiful kingdom of Hyrule, surrounded by mountains and forests, legends told of an omnipotent and omniscient golden power that resided in a hidden land. Many people aggressively sought to enter the hidden golden land, but no one ever returned. One day, evil power began to flow from the golden land. So the king commanded seven wise men to seal the gate to the land of the golden power. That seal should have remained for all time. But when these events were obscured by the mists of time and became legend, a mysterious wizard known as Aghanim came to Hyrule to release the seal. He eliminated the good king of Hyrule through evil magic, he began to make descendants of the seven wise men vanish, one after another. And the time of destiny for Princess Zelda is drawing near. Our story begins on a rainy night in the outskirts of Hyrule Castle. Resting in his bed, Link receives a message from Princess Zelda telepathically. Help me. Please help me. I'm a prisoner in the dungeon of the castle. My name is Zelda. The wizard, Aghanim, has done something to the other missing girls. Now only I remain. Aghanim has seized control of the castle and is now trying to open the seven wise men's seal. I'm in the dungeon of the castle. Please help me. Link awakes to see his uncle, sword in hand, sitting at the table. Link, I'm going out for a while. I'll be back by morning. Don't leave the house. Against his uncle's wishes, Link ventures outside and approaches two soldiers. What are you doing up this late, kid? You can stay up when you're a grown-up. Now go home. Us soldiers have been around, kid. You can learn a lot from us, but you already know that. Link heads toward Hyrule Castle where he is greeted by yet another soldier at the castle's gates. Hey, hey. You're not allowed in the castle, son. Go home and get some sleep, kid. Link receives another message from Princess Zelda. Help me. I'm in the dungeon of the castle. I know there is a hidden path from outside of the castle to the garden inside. 
Desperate to find a way in, Link rushes to the garden outside the castle and notices a bush in an unusual spot. Link lifts the bush aside and uncovers a secret passage to the castle. He dives into the depths of the castle. While trying to gather himself from a mighty fall, Link notices a man slumped on the ground. It's his uncle, and he's badly injured. Link runs to his uncle and drops to his knees. Oh, Link. I didn't want you involved in this. I told you not to leave the house. Take my sword and shield and listen. You can focus the power in the blade. <coughs> then release it. Using the secret technique handed down by our people. Link, you can do it. <coughs> Save the princess. Zelda is your... Is your... Link watches as his uncle loses consciousness. He then reaches down and grabs his uncle's sword and shield. Reluctant to leave his uncle's side, Link thinks about Zelda's words and knows there's no time to waste. He hurries to the entrance of Hyrule Castle and enters. Link makes his way down several floors to the dungeon where Princess Zelda is being held in a prison cell. In front of her cell is a guard wielding a flail. Link, with his uncle's blade in hand, makes quick work of the prison guard, grabs the cell key, and approaches the princess. Thank you, Link. I had a feeling you were getting close. Listen, listen carefully. The wizard is magically controlling all of the soldiers in the castle. I fear the worst for my father. The wizard is an inhuman fiend with strong magical powers. Alright, let's get out of here before the wizard notices. I know a secret path, but first, we have to go to the second floor. There is a secret passage in the throne room that leads up to the sanctuary. I'm sure the man there will help us. Let's go! Link and the princess make their way past the guards and into the throne room. That ornamental shelf should open. Here, help me push it from the left. Link pushes the shelf aside to reveal a secret passage to the sewers. After passing through these sewers, we'll be very close to the sanctuary. Let's be careful. Link guides the princess through the rat-infested sewer, where they reach the back entrance to the sanctuary. The sanctuary is just beyond that door. Pull the switch over there. Link pulls the switch, and the door opens. He sees a loyal sage, dressed in white. Princess Zelda, you're safe. Is this your doing, Link? Yes, it was Link who helped me escape from the dungeon. When I was captive, the wizard said, Once I have finished with you, the final one, the seal of the wise men will open. Link, you must not let the land of Hyrule fall into the wizard's clutches. If he releases the seal of the seven wise men, evil power will overwhelm this land. Before that happens, before it's too late, destroy the wizard before he destroys all of Hyrule. You can do it. You can. I sense a strong evil force guides the wizard's actions and augments his magical power. The only weapon powerful enough to defeat the wizard is the legendary Master Sword. It's said that a village elder is a descendant of one of the seven wise men. Maybe he can tell you more. 
I will mark the house on your map, but watch your every move. I'm certain that the castle soldiers will be looking for you now. I'll hide the princess here, but do not worry. Seek the elder in the village and retrieve the master sword. Link, be careful out there. I know you can save Hyrule. Though he's glad the princess is safe, Link knows his quest is only beginning. Seeing that the rain has subsided, Link leaves the sanctuary and heads to Kakariko Village. As Link enters the village, he comes across a sign with his photo on it. Wanted! This is the criminal who kidnapped Zelda. Call a soldier if you see him. While looking for the elder of Kakariko Village, Link comes across an old woman. Oh, it's you, Link! You were looking for the elder? Oh, no one has seen him since the wizard began collecting victims! What? The Master Sword? Well, I don't remember the details exactly, but long ago, a prosperous people known as the Hylia inhabited this land. Legends tell of many treasures that the Hylia hid throughout the land. The Master Sword, a mighty blade forged against those with evil hearts, is one of them. People say that now it is sleeping deep in the forest. Anyway, look for the Elder. There must be someone in the village who knows where he is. You take care now, Link. Link spots a young boy feeding chickens. Hi, Link. Elder? Are you talking about Grandpa? Link nods. Okay, but don't tell any of the bad people about this. Or the good people. Or anyone. He's hiding in the palace past the castle. Before he leaves the child to visit the next house, Link picks up one of the chickens and hurls it as a cruel joke. In pain, the chicken scurries away from Link, but it looks back at him with anger. Link decides it's best not to do that again. However, within seconds, dozens of chickens come flying at Link. Badly hurt, he enters the home of a sick boy. He greets the boy. I can't go out cause I'm sick. <laughs> People say I caught this cold from the evil air that's coming down off the mountain. <laughs> this is my bug catching net. I'll use it when I'm better, but for now, I'll lend it to you. The young child slowly lifts his arm and passes the net to Link. I hope I'll get well soon. <laughs> After bidding the boy farewell, Link steps out and sees a woman outside of her home, sweeping her entryway. As he approaches, she yells with urgency. Hey! There's Link! The wanted man! Soldiers! Anyone! Come quickly! The woman runs into her home as two of Aghanim's guards rush at Link. Link pulls out his sword and frantically fights off his foes. Once the battle is over, Link is filled with an ominous feeling. These won't be the last soldiers that get in his way. He must quickly get to the Eastern Palace and speak with Sahasrala, the Elder. Link treks his way across the fields to the dry plains of the Eastern Valley. There, he spots a hut in the northern part and enters. Inside lives a feeble old man dressed in ragged clothes. I am indeed Sahasrala, 
the village elder and a descendant of the seven wise men. Link explains his quest for the Master Sword to the Elder. Oh, really? Link, I am surprised a young man like you is searching for the Sword of Evil's Bane. Not just anyone can use that weapon. Legends say only the hero who has won the three pendants can wield the sword. Do you really want to find it? Link nods. Good. As a test, can you retrieve the Pendant of Courage from the East Palace? If you bring it here, I will tell you more of the legend and give you a magical artifact. Now go forward to the palace. Upon leaving the hut, Link sees a palace atop several flights of stairs. Link makes his way towards the palace, ascending the steps. He reaches the top and stops at the entryway. With strong determination, Link takes a deep breath and enters the Eastern Palace. Inside, Link sees creatures he's never encountered before. Link makes it to the room with dusty, rotten bones on the ground. The door behind him slams shut. Suddenly, the bones merge together and several skeletons appear. Link dispatches the skeletons and moves forward. In the next room, Link uncovers a spot on the floor with a pressure-sensitive plate on it. Cautiously, Link steps on the plate, and a chest appears in front of him. Opening the chest, Link obtains the big key. This key seemed unique and important. Link continues on and enters a wide-open room, containing only a large steel chest adjacent to a set of massive doors. Link approaches the steel chest, inserts the big key, and slowly opens it. Inside is a wooden bow and arrows. Before Link is able to fully examine his new weapon, skeletons begin falling from above and lunge toward Link. Without hesitation, Link hurries for the large door and enters, shutting the door behind him. Link turns around to see he is in an enormous room, housing several lifeless statues of knights, with the only exit being the one he just came through. Though he can see no one else in the room, Link feels he is not alone. Link steps forward to examine the statue closest to him, when suddenly the walls shake, and the statues begin to come to life. Link pulls out his uncle's swords and swipes at the knights, but they seem to be immune to his attack. Link remembers the bow he just acquired, and aims an arrow to the body of the knight in front of him. The arrow pierces through the midsection of the statue, and it crumbles to pieces. After a couple dozen more shots to the other foes, the final knight falls to the ground. Link walks over to the dust where the final knight collapsed and sees a pendant underneath the rubble. Link realizes this must be one of the pendants Sahashwala was speaking of. Link places the pendant in his bag and exits the palace. Excited to show the elder he acquired the pendant, Link proudly descends the stairs and enters the hut where Sahasrala was waiting for him. Oh, you got the pendant of courage. Now I will tell you more of the legend. Three or four generations ago, an order of knights protected the royalty of the Hylia. These knights of Hyrule were also guardians of the Pendant of Courage. Unfortunately, most of them were destroyed in the great war against evil that took place when the Seven Wise Men created their seal. Among the descendants of the Knights of Hyrule, a hero must appear. I see. Link. I believe you. 
you should get the remaining pendants and carry this with you. This is a treasure passed down by the families of the wise men. I want you to have it. Link is handed the Pegasus shoes. These shoes will allow you to travel with great speed. Now head to the desert where you will find a man named Agina, who can guide you to the next pendant. Link leaves the Elder and starts traveling to the desert of mystery located to the south. On his way, Link notices an average middle-aged man standing by a sign. He reads the sign. Pay no attention to the average middle-aged man standing by the sign. Leave him alone. Link thinks about picking up the sign and throwing it, but remembers what happened in his previous joke with the chickens and decides to continue on with the journey. When Link reaches the desert, he finds it troublesome to make it through the warm sandy terrain. Step by step, the air gradually becomes drier and the sun grows hotter. Then, from the sky above, Link is attacked by a crow. Link swipes his sword at the crow, but dodges the attempt with ease. The crow then swoops in and strikes Link on the other shoulder. Link, finding it difficult to defeat his adversary, evades the crow's next attack and seeks shelter in a nearby cave. However, this cave is not empty. There is an old man meditating to himself within the depths of the cavern. Link approaches the man. I am Agena. I sense something is happening in the golden land the seven wise men sealed. This must be an omen of the great cataclysm foretold by the people of Hyelian blood. The prophecy says the hero will stand in the desert holding the Book of Medora. If you have the Book of Medora, you can read the language of the Hylia people. It should be in the house of books in the village. You must go, if you are the person who will be the hero. Link recalls a house of books just outside Kakariko village. Suspecting the Book of Medora will be there, Link leaves Agana and travels to the house. After searching through dozens of books, Link sees a thick green book resting on top of the shelves. Link uses his speed from his Pegasus boots, leaps in the air, and grabs the book from atop the shelf. Opening the book, he confirms this is indeed the Book of Medora. From there, Link enters the desert once more and brings the book to Agana. Ah, this, this is the Book of Medora. With it, you can read the language of the Hylia people. Quick, you must enter the desert palace and retrieve the pendant of power. Despite the bright sun, Link spies the desert palace in the distance. He approaches, but sees the entrance is blocked off by an immovable structure. Beside this, however, is a podium with an inscription on it. Link opens the Book of Medora and translates the inscription. To open the way forward, make your wish here and it will be granted. Link begins to pray. When he opens his eyes, he sees the structure that was once blocking the entryway has moved aside. With that, Link enters the desert palace. Similar to the ground outside, the palace's floor is lined with sand. Link takes several steps forward before he notices the sand in front of him begins to separate. Four levers rise from beneath the sand. He is surrounded. Remembering a secret technique handed down by his people, Link grabs his sword and spins, slicing the levers in half in one fell swoop. As Link makes his way through the corridors of the palace, he starts to hear a troubling sound, something heavy hitting the wall before him. On the wall, he sees a door. With each step toward the door, the sound becomes louder. 
Suddenly, the ground beneath him begins to sink. A beast with two long fangs reaches out and grabs a hold of Link's leg and pulls him down. Link reaches for the ground behind him, but the creature pulls him further. Finally, Link pulls out his bow and fires two arrows into its throat, causing the creature to release his leg as it submerges back into the sand. Link rises to his feet, brushes himself off, and heads into the room where he heard the unsettling noise. Inside this long and narrow room, Link discovers the noise he heard was the sound of cannons lined along the wall, shooting cannonballs in both directions. As his eyes focus down at the end of the room, he spots a chest. Link digs his back foot into the ground, and with his Pegasus boots, speeds past the cannonballs where he reaches the lone chest. Inside, Link finds another big key. He has the realization there must be a large steel chest inside the desert palace that this key belongs to. So he turns around, sprints out of the room, and starts searching for it. After exploring several rooms, Link finds a large chest in a small room atop a blue platform. Link places the big key inside the lock, and twists. He opens the chest and pulls out a power glove, and slips it on. As he pulls the glove down over his wrists, it begins to glow. As the light fades, Link immediately feels the strength flowing through the glove. Link exits and notices the room up ahead leads to an area outside where he had not yet been. As he steps outside, the piercing rays from the sun temporarily blind him. But once he regains focus, he sees four heavy boulders blocking the entrance to an interesting looking cave. Link places his hand on one of the boulders, and the glove glows yet again. With ease, Link lifts the boulder out of the way and enters the cave. Link is stunned to find the room is completely empty, except for four torches with the flame extinguished. Out of curiosity, Link decides to light the torches. As his flame touches the last torch, the ground begins to shake and the wall in front of him pulls back, revealing a hidden door. Link unlocks the door with the big key, enters, and the door shuts behind him. Link finds himself in another dead-end room. He places his hand on his sword, but before he can unsheath, a giant snake-like monster emerges from the sand and lunges towards him. Link dives out of the way as the monster buries itself back in the sand. Seconds later, it resurfaces, and Link stabs its underbelly as it passes over. As the life fades away from the creature, two more appear and knock Link to the ground. Badly hurt, Link braces himself for their next attack. They reappear and Link does his spin attack, decapitating the two remaining beasts simultaneously. The creature's remains sink into the sand, and from the same hole appears the Pendant of Power. Link grabs the Pendant, exits the Desert Palace, and heads back to see Agana in his cave. Ah, your trial in the desert has made you stronger. You have defeated the Lamolas and obtained the Pendant of Power. The blood of the hero must be in your veins. Your goal of finding three pennants is in sight. The final pennant you seek can be found in Death Mountain. Go, before it's too late. Link exits the cave, makes his way out of the desert, passes Hyrule Castle, and reaches the base of Death Mountain. Before entering the cave that leads to the top of the mountain, Link notices a sign in the ground. Danger, do not enter Death Mountain without the king's permission. Remembering the king's disappearance, Link fills with anger and enters the cave. Barely able to see his hand in front of him, Link continues further and further into the cave. Link hears a flapping noise. As he lifts his lantern, he's caught by surprise as a bat flies towards him. Link blocks the attack with his shield 
causing the bat to fall to the ground. Link quickly stabs the bat and decides it's better to keep his sword out along the way. Link follows the outline of the cave where he runs into an old man. I don't know who you are, but if you're going up the mountain, will you take me with you? I've lost my lamp. Link lets the old man follow close behind. Hey, watch your step. There are holes in the ground. The old man helps guide Link through the dank cave. Could you turn right here? Young man, are you going to the mountain to look for the golden power? Just ahead is a mountain full of monsters. Many people have vanished in this mountain while looking for the golden power. I don't want to steer you wrong, so please don't get too involved in such a mad quest. Uh, turn right here. With that last turn, the two evade some more bats and make it out of the cave. The old man has Link follow him into his hut, where he tells Link more about the quest before him. You know, I have a granddaughter who is your age. The king took her to the castle. She never returned. Kidnapping those maidens must be part of that wizard's plot. I'm sure he's trying to somehow use the power of the descendants of the wise men. The missing maidens are still alive somewhere. I believe that a hero will rescue them. I wait for that day. Uh, but these are dangerous times, and I've, I've talked too much. Anyways, thank you for your kindness to an old man like me. I want to give you this. If you wander into a magical transporter, gaze into this mirror. The old man hands Link a blue, clear, and beautiful mirror. Link can feel that it holds a powerful magic inside. The wizard has deceived the king, and now he's trying to open the way to the dark world. To complete your quest, you'll need the moon pearl, which is at the tower, on the top of the mountain. All I can do for you now is to comfort your weariness. Please, though, come here any time. Link leaves the old man. Link looks up to see what remains of his climb to the top of the mountain. He spots a ladder nearby and begins to ascend. Roughly halfway up the ladder, several boulders come tumbling down the mountain, right at Link. The first boulder misses. But the second knocks Link back to the bottom of the ladder. More boulders roll down the hill, so Link finds the closest cave and hops inside. Inside the cave, Link receives a message from Sahasrala. Link, it is I, Sahasrala. You must somehow make your way to the top of Spectacle Rock. From there you can reach the Tower of Hera on top of Death Mountain. It was then that Link saw a set of stairs inside the cave leading to the top of the mountain. He reaches the top and exits. Link is able to see the Tower of Hera from where he stands, but it is unreachable due to the steep incline of the mountain. He frantically searches for another path to no avail. However, at the end of the narrow ledge, Link notices a set of rocks surrounding a mysterious blue glow. It was something like he had never seen before. He approaches with caution, but the aura it expelled gave him a sense of peace. With no other options before him, Link steps into the bizarre mist. Link found himself in another world. He lifts his hands to wipe the sweat from his eyes, but something is wrong. 
He looks at his hand to see that it is covered in fur. He has turned into a bunny rabbit. Link hears a commotion. He sees a hideous orange monster angrily kicking around a cute pink little creature. He approaches the pink creature. Oh, who, uh, uh, who are you, Mr. Bunny? Uh, this world is like the real world, but, but evil has twisted it. Uh, the golden power is what changed your shape to reflect what is in your heart and mind. I'm always changing my mind, so I turn into a ball. But if you have a ball called the Moon Pearl, you can keep your original shape here. Link then speaks to the orange fellow. Uh, what do you want, uh, you dumb rabbit? Staring at me, looking at me, all rabbity. What about, uh, well, I came here to get the power of gold, duh, but now I'm a freak, look at me. I'm all monstery, it's gross. And I can't get back to the real world either, that's the worst part too. I need the moon pearl, the moon pearl from the Tower of Hera, you know, there's a big tower and there's a pearl in it, it's fantastic. And if I had it, I could get back to my regular, muscly, sexy self. Uh, so you can see, look at me. I'm stressed out because of it, so you, you're not making it any easier, so get out of here, huh? Shoo, get it, go, 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 rabbit, go, go find a carrot to eat or whatever, goodbye. Unsure where to go next, Link worries his quest may come to an end. The words from the pink creature begin to reveal something to Link. This world is like the real world. Link realizes the ledge he is on is exactly like the ledge where he walked into the blue mist, but not as narrow. Link walks to the widest section of the ledge, pulls out the magic mirror, and looks deep into it. It was exactly as Link suspected. He is now at the very top of the mountain, standing in front of the Tower of Hera. This is it. Link knows nothing can stop him now, and he runs into the tower. Soon after he enters, Link receives another message from Sahasrala. Link, it is I, Sahasrala, the Elder. An orb known as the Moon Pearl is in this tower. Whoever holds the Moon Pearl is protected so that his form will not change in the Dark World. You must find it and escape from the tower. Don't forget the Moon Pearl. Link approaches a set of stairs and ventures down. As Link places his foot on the bottom step, a mini Moldorm speeds across the floor on its many tiny legs. Link attempts to chase it down, but it's too quick. The creature turns back towards Link and attempts to bite at him. Link quickly dodges the attack and counters with a swipe of his sword, destroying the mini Moldorm. The monster dissolves, revealing that a big key was inside of it. Link heads back upstairs, where he finds more stairs leading upward, but they are blocked off by a tall orange wall. In the corner of the room is a blue switch surrounded by a line of blue tiles. Link walks over to the switch and strikes it. The switch changes to orange as the blue tiles begin to rise. Link quickly leaps over the rising tiles before they could block him in. The orange wall is now lowered, and Link proceeds up the steps. Right away, Link rejoices at the sight of a large steel chest, but sadly it is on a platform surrounded by a pit of emptiness, too wide for our hero to leap across. Link searches all around for a way to reach the platform, but nothing here will aid him. Link continues to the next floor in hopes of finding a way to the chest. On the floor above, Link notices the walls are covered in spikes. He hears a noise and turns around. In front of him is a beetle with octopus tentacles. Link draws his sword and attacks. The strike damages the beetle, but it sends Link flying back into the spikes. Several more beetles rush at Link. 
Link draws back and swings at another beetle. The sword slices through the enemy, but the attack shoots Link high into the air where he lands hard on his back. A crackling noise can be heard, and Link sees the floor beneath him is starting to break apart. The floor gives way, sending Link to the room below. Moments go by before Link awakens from his fall. He opens his eyes and realizes he has landed right next to the large chest. Still dazed from the fall, Link inserts the big key and opens the chest, revealing the Moon Pearl. You found the Moon Pearl. This protects the hero from the changing effects of the Golden Power. Realizing his current dilemma, Link peers into the pit below and hears a scratching noise. With nowhere else to go, Link closes his eyes and jumps into the pit, where he lands on another platform. With a gigantic angry Moldorm! The Moldorm rushes Link. Link pulls out his bow and fires an arrow at its midsection. The arrow ricochets off its armor-like exoskeleton. The Moldorm knocks Link off the edge of the platform, but he grasps onto the ledge and pulls himself back up. The beast comes in for another attack. Link dives out of the way and his sword connects with its tail. The creature screams out in pain as it speeds up. With each strike on its tail, the Moldorm cries in agony, but its attacks become stronger. The Moldorm takes another charge at Link. Link leaps over the head of the Moldorm, landing on the creature's back. He runs along its back to the tail where he swings and removes the tail entirely. The Moldorm cries one last time before it heaps over and perishes. In the decaying tale, the Pendant of Wisdom is revealed. Now that he has collected all three pendants, Link must now go to the Lost Woods to get the Master Sword. Before Link leaves Death Mountain, he visits the old man that guided him through the caves. Now, now that you've obtained the Moon Pearl, it will protect you from the magical air of the Golden Land, so you can keep your human shape there. Go forth, Link, go forth. The world still needs you. Link nods and makes his way down the mountain and toward the Lost Woods where he runs into two lumberjacks sawing away at a tree. He hears one of them comment. Maybe it's nothing, but this tree feels kind of strange as we cut it. The other sees Link passing by. Yo, Link. Weird fog has recently fallen over the forest. We have to be careful. Link thanks the lumberjack and heads into the Lost Forest. Once in the Lost Forest, Link notices the fog is thick, but the light still shines through the trees. Link sees a man heading towards him and waves. The man bumps into Link, apologizes, and walks away. Link investigates his bag and sees several arrows are missing. The man had robbed him. Slightly irritated, Link carries on through the tunnels of the forest where he finds a sweet rotten mushroom and takes it. Out of the corner of his eye, Link spots a sword. He rushes over and hoists it into the air. He thinks, this is it, the Master Sword. Link then notices the dull blade and weak handle. This can't be it. Link then spies the thief from earlier and offers him the master sword he found. One of a kind, he tells him. The thief smiles with excitement as Link snickers and walks away. Link then finds a dark, narrow tunnel just north of his location. He enters. There, he spots a large altar with a great and gleaming sword stabbed into the pedestal. Link approaches the sword and sees an inscription written below it. The hero's triumph on Cataclysm's Eve wins three symbols of virtue. The Master Sword he will then retrieve, keeping the Knight's line true. Link places his hand on the base of the sword and pulls with all of his strength. 
mysterious fog in the forest dissolves in a flash of light. Link marvels at the sight of the Master Sword now in his left hand. Suddenly, Sahasrala contacts Link telepathically. Link, it is extraordinary that you won the Master Sword that makes evil retreat. With this shining sword, I believe you can deflect the wizard's evil powers. The destiny of this land is in your hands. Please, Link. Link exits the Lost Forest, but is then contacted by Zelda telepathically. Link, help! The soldiers are coming to the sanctuary! Ah! Link hurries to the sanctuary, where he sees the loyal sage lying wounded on the ground, with no sign of the princess. Link, oh... Oh, Link, you're a second too late. I've... I have failed, Zelda. The soldiers... They've abducted her and... And taken her... To the castle. You must find her before the wizard works his magic. Please. You are her last hope. The sage closes his eyes and fades away. Link stands to his feet and tightly grips his newly acquired sword. Link storms off to Hyrule Castle to seek Aghanim and save the princess. Link enters the castle. From the entrance, Link takes the stairs to the second floor where he reaches the castle's balcony. Atop the balcony, Link comes to the doors that lead to Aghanim's chambers, but they are blocked by a strong beam of energy, indestructible for a normal being. Link takes the Master Sword and pierces the center of the beam, breaking its stranglehold on the door and pushes it open. Inside, Link defends himself against a barrage of soldiers, but they are no match for this powerful sword. Link ascends the final staircase where he finally encounters Aghanim. Inside the room, Princess Zelda is laying across a ceremonial bed, unconscious. <laughs> Link, I have been waiting for you. <laughs> I was hoping I could make Zelda vanish in front of your eyes. Behold, the last moment of Princess Zelda. Aghanim holds out his hands and shoots an electric beam engulfing the princess and raising her into the air. With a snap of his fingers, the princess suddenly vanishes in thin air. <laughs> With this, the seal of the seven wise men is at last broken. It is only a matter of time before evil power covers this land. After all, the legendary hero cannot defeat us. The tribe of evil, when we are armed with the power of gold. <laughs> now I must go. Aghanim transforms into a black cloud and disappears into the wall behind him. Link runs to the wall and reveals a hidden passage to a secret room. Link enters to find Aghanim awaiting the battle. Oh, so... You mean to say you would like to be totally destroyed? Well, I can make your wish come true. Aghanim places his hands together and shoots a magical orb at Link. Link rolls out of the way and runs to Aghanim. Link takes his sword and stabs at the wizard. The sword bounces off his cloak and Aghanim laughs. laughs. 
Aghanim then reaches towards the sky, absorbs some energy, and fires lightning at Link, knocking him to the ground. Link, badly injured, then hears Sahasrala's voice telepathically. Listen well, Link. Even with the Master's Sword, you cannot inflict physical harm on the wizard. You must find a way to return his own evil magic power to him. Aghanim once again places his hands together and throws a magical orb at Link. Link swipes at the orb, sending it back at Aghanim, striking it with great force. Stunned, Aghanim sends another magical orb at Link, which he again counters, smashing Aghanim in the chest, bringing him to his knees. Well met, like the true hero that you are. But I am not ready to admit defeat yet. I will draw you into the Dark World! Aghanim disappears into the air, and Link is teleported to the Dark World. It is I, Sahasrala. I am communicating to you across the void through telepathy. The place where you now stand was the Golden Land, but evil power turned it into the Dark World. The wizard has broken the wise men's seal and opened a gate to link the worlds at Hyrule Castle. In order to save this half of the world, the Light World, you must win back the Golden Power. You must also rescue the seven maidens who Aghanim sent to the Dark World. As members of the bloodline of the seven wise men, they have power that will surely help you. The maidens are locked in hidden dungeons full of evil creatures and dangerous traps. Link, I can rely on only you. I beg you. Link must do what he can to release the seven maidens and save the Light World. But you'll have to wait until next time, when the legend continues. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like chatting about retro games, consider joining our Discord. Go to gamesillamedia.com, click on the Community tab, and you can find the link to our Discord there. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash For as little as $5, you can get exclusive content from all the shows on our network. If you especially liked episodes like this one, go back to our first retro theater where we did Bionic Commando for the Game Boy. Lastly, remember to give us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. <laughs>